Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hello, everybody. Happy New Year. Oh, God, I hate saying that this late on. Yeah. Do you? Well, I've only said it once, really. Am I on? Yeah, why? What are you expecting to hear? <laughs> no, because... Uh, yeah, you're on. Okay. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Yeah, no, I've only said it once, and that was in an email, and I just did H. N Y. Yeah, I just did the. What a cunt. Am I? <laughs> <laughs> I think. I oh, think... do you know? I was just thinking before we started recording, I should make a New Year's to not go back to not swearing on podcast because I've, you know, you were well, your father actually mentioned how much I did he? <laughs> I'm swearing on podcast. I mean, you do since I got back, but then and I as, like it. as we've currently been going through podcasts and getting swears yeah. out. We know how annoying it is. Look, it's Tuesday, 16th of January, 2024. Uh, that's something I've not done, which, you know, that always happens. I've not got the date wrong yet. You know, people always write the date wrong. Oh, yeah. No, I, I was already in 2024 months ago. Because we've been doing a lot of work. We've been doing a lot of saving of files that have got dates on. We've been doing a lot yeah. of things that have involved dates. I've not got it wrong once. No. Got a lot of other things wrong. Um... <laughs> It's minus three degrees this morning when we got up. It has changed. So there'll be some weather chat. Yeah. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to break this podcast down into, we think, three episodes. Yeah. Because the last one we recorded, remarkably, was the 10th of December. It's over a month ago. It's about 35 days ago. Oh, wow. So that was after we picked Honey up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'll have been a cry for help. <laughs> so we're going to start by, first episode is going to be pre-Christmas. 
Second episode is going to be Christmas to New Year. Yeah. Third episode is going to be 2024 so far. Yeah. And first up, thanks to everyone who's been badgering us, who's been asking if we're okay, who's been asking if we've quit the podcast. Yeah. Well, there's been a lot of messages, It's nice, there? isn't it? Yeah. People said they've missed us. Yeah. Pay for the fucking thing then. <laughs> we've obviously done Christmas, which is a very busy time when you've got kids mm. and they're at uni and coming home and all of this. And we've both been working at home, by the way. We've got we've landed some plum jobs where we work from home, but it's been busy. Well, yeah, just December is anyway, isn't it? We've got yeah. birthdays. The amount of times I've I gave up on saying to you we should just do a quick podcast today because yeah. I sounded like a bloody parrot or something. Like, we should do a quick <laughs> podcast today. Saying it every time. Do you know? And I'm going to say this because she listens to this podcast. We were so busy that I forgot that I was meant to be meeting someone. <gasps> You should maybe tell this story because your excuse seemed like bullshit. I know it did. And, and it I wasn't. And I don't think she believed me. No, because, hello, Simone, if you're listening. But she came over from Dubai with her daughter. They were in London for a few days. And she said, you know, when I'm here, we'll meet up. And uh, she said to me the dates. And I knew there was only one day of the three that I could do. And I said, I'll message you that morning and let you know what roughly what time and. To be honest, normally I pick Betsy up, but you had gone to pick up Betsy that day. And I suddenly was like, oh my gosh, it's Thursday. This is when I'm supposed to be going. Yeah. And I it had literally just, I think we were at that point, we were really busy with work and I just totally, totally forgot. And I, and I messaged her and I said, I am so sorry. I totally forgot what day it was. And I don't think she believed me. And I said, genuinely, quite that's... A, quite a curt response. Well, well, no. She Understandably. Said, yeah, yeah, yeah. She said these things happen, but you know when you think... I Fuck know. you. And the more I try to plead... <laughs> Not her. I mean, that's what her response yeah, yeah, yeah. was kind of that And vibe. the more you try and plead and say it was genuine... No, because we've bec- the culture now is we've all done it. We've all made excuses for things. Yeah, yeah, to get yeah. out of nights out, to leave parties early. Yeah. By the way, I heard a thing on another podcast. Go on. Um... A guy saying he's been diagnosed as neurodivergent, which is something we've been hearing a lot. Apparently everybody at Honey's University is neurodivergent. Every, you know, like how everyone had pronouns. Now everyone's neurodivergent. Well, yeah, I mean, I didn't know that this had become a thing that everyone was saying that now for. It's really interesting what I'm listening to because a therapist was saying the spectrum is not actually a spectrum. It's more like a bingo card. And you dab the things that you've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the things that you do. And a sign of neurodivergence is if you leave a party and you feel great that you're in the taxi going home from the party because you're glad to be out there and can't wait to get home, is a sign you're neurodivergent. <laughs> Fucking get me the certificate. Uh, I have 100% got uh, that. Yes, you are. Yeah, but consider I, how bad I am in that situation. I even want to go to the party. I will try not to go to the party. I'll try to persuade you not to go to the party. Even if we agree to go to the party and I say I'll go, I'll still mither you to not go until the party. Mm-hmm. At the party, I will seem disinterested. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm, I'll be so happy. I am buzzing when I get back in the car. I don't know if buzzing. Where's my bingo card? Buzzing's the right word, but yeah. <laughs> I'm buzzing to get away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's interesting though, right? Yeah. How do we get on to I mean, that? But it, also, we were talking about getting out of things because you were saying you you were trying to apologise. Yeah. We had a night out. We did go on a night out. Again, Dubai friends. I didn't even think we had any friends in Dubai and suddenly I'm telling stories about Dubai friends we've been out with <laughs> and stood up. I couldn't get out of this one, try as I might. Well, no, this was a surprise 50th. Yeah, for our friend James, who used to come to our quiz a lot. Yeah. Love James. And his partner, Maxine, 
Are they both living over here now? He goes back and forth. He, he's back and forth, yeah, but she's living... Maxine lives here. Mostly here. She's working in theatre land, in La La Land, in the West End. Yes, darling. Tremendous. Yeah. We went for a night out. Uh, uh. And it was near Crizzle time. I had a Christmas jumper on. I think you had some sparkle on, didn't you? I did. I had my Diamante jeans on. Yeah. And the girls liked my jeans. Went down well. Yeah, they did. Little did I know how much of a magnet my Christmas jumper would turn out to be because I was bloody roasting, by the way. Now, I'm going to describe this bar. Go on. As it was and as it kind of got described to me. Basically, there's a gay nightclub in London called Heaven, which is a famous gay nightclub. Yeah. It's opposite that. This bar is in the arches of a train station. It's, mm-hmm. it's a theatre. What was a theatre? Oh, my God. This is good. Charing Cross, underneath the arches there. Yeah, it's got a piano in. So we were, for most of the evening, until about 10-ish, it was just the the party, if you like. Yeah, the bar was full at first because the theatre was going in. Yeah. Now, I don't know if it's known as a gay theatre, but their pantomime was, what was it called? It was called something like Throbbing Dick Whittington. Yeah. It was something like that, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, Prick Whittington or something. Yeah, I don't know. I, don't I think know. it had dick in it. Did it? <laughs> you know, it was... Um, but it was... It was the most outrageous, it, this was on the poster, something like the most outrageous gay pantomime yeah. you'll see. And largely the clientele was gay going mm-hmm. in to see the pantomime. They were not all, obviously. And, uh, you know, I'm not judging books by the cover. And then it went dead. Apart from the interval, just our party. Yeah. Our friend had said to us, Maxine had said to us, oh, at 10 o'clock, all my theatre lot are going to turn up. And theatre people, let's face it, a, a majority are gay, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Nothing wrong with this. I love it. So come 10 o'clock, the place changed totally. First of all, they kicked us out of a seat. They were like, you can't sit down. <laughs> it's going to get so packed you can't sit yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, We need your chairs. That, that... Out comes my neurodivergence. Yeah. What yeah. do you mean? What do you mean? I, I want to sit. I'll be fucking sitting here for two hours. Why am I going to stand up all of a sudden <laughs> buying drinks, Anna? The bar fills up very rapidly. So many moustaches. Well, hold on a minute, because there was a couple of guys... Two, three guys stood near you in Christmas jumpers. Four. There were four oh, of them. Oh, well, yeah. excuse me. I'll tell you the names if you want. Yeah, I bet you can. No, but there were guys... The crowd that came in was a lot of, like, girls carrying, um, what, them bags that have got the gym gear in. Uh, they're wearing, like, parachute trousers. Guys in vests in parachute trousers. Theatre types. We've, we've just done our show. They've done the show. They've washed off the makeup. Yeah. And they've put the casuals on. Yeah. So there's a lot of that and proper hello, darling, campus Christmas stuff. Mm-hmm. It would basically just got packed. A lot of girls in there. I would say straight girls, it seemed. Yeah, maybe. Um, well, I think there were some fair few lesbians in there as well. But there were a lot of gay lads. The piano in the co- corner, a pianist comes in and he, he's singing songs that people request. But if you request a song, you've got to pay him a fiver, <laughs> right? He's got, yeah. a, he's got a chip and pin on his piano. Yeah. Initially, I'm thinking... Well, no one's going to pay. No one's going to pay. Yeah. I was wrong. This bar turned into... I mentioned this, and this is not derogatory language. On Jonathan Ross's show, he used to have four puffs and a piano. When it used to be on Channel 4, his chat show, and they'd have one lad playing the piano and three of, three of them, three gay lads, singing close harmonies. Right. And they were brilliant. You know, they'd do cover songs and stuff like mm-hmm. that. As guests came walking on, they'd sing a little jingle. Yeah. I, I don't know what happened to him, but it was very much like that. So this guy comes in. Oh, he was, yeah. And the tunes. He was, he was banging out the party tunes. Shirley Bassey, Britney, Abba, 
Madonna, yeah. Your classic, now that's what I call, what was it called? Now, now that's what I call pride. <laughs> it's had them all. It just turned into this raucous sing-along. You couldn't move. I'm getting shoved from pillar to pillar. Now, normally <laughs> I know that you, in a shovey situation, go stiff-shouldered and try and fight everybody. Ah, uh, no. We've talked about this previously. That's only five lined up to be in front of a gig. Yeah, but we had got a spot. Yeah, we had, and but... I was getting proper short. I, it was like being on a ship in high seas. I'm getting shoved everywhere. We digress. But I'd said about these guys, these four guys, I had said, I think they fancy you. And you were like, no, they're not. They were, they're not gay. They were dancing the tits off. And they were trying to get me in on the act. And one of them came over and put his arm around me and he's having a chat no, to me No, but th- this something. was before then. And I'd said to you and you're like, no, they're not gay. We were with... An, new gay friend? A new gay friend. Simon too, we call him. Yeah. He's a theatre lover. He's an actor. Yeah. Or an actor. Actor and a quiz host. And a quizzer. Thank God he was there. Because I had nothing to talk to you about. We're married. But he... we had a lot of, lot in common with, with uh, Simon too. So much. And I said to him, I said, oh, Simon thinks they're not gay. And he went, they're so gay. He now... goes, look at the Christmas jumpers. And I turned around and I went, I've got a Christmas <laughs> jumper on. But then I turned around and one of them has taken a particular shine to you. Yeah. He's got his arm around you. He's yeah. whispering in your ear. Yeah. You'll never know what he said, by the no, way. No, I don't I'll take care. it to the grave. Yeah, fine. Haven't you care? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> but you pulled that night. Yeah, I did. I had better success than you. Well, gay, gay Simon, Simon too, did compliment me. If a gay man compliments you, all you've got to do is remember who the gays like. Yeah, that's what I'm Tragic saying. Tragic women. <laughs> they like tragic oh women. God. They like women who've had an hard time. Tina Turner, Cher, Britney. They, they like tragic yeah, women. Yeah. Liza Minnelli. You know what I mean? Judy Garland. They like women who've like been roughed up and, and a dog rough. Uh, but once Sean. Yeah. Right? So that don't count. For once, on a night out, I was getting eyed up I, more I, than I, you. I was fine with it. Stick that in your pipe and I smoke was, it. I was happy to stay. But, but when... Um, <laughs> oh, my God. But when the... Uh, Clock struck midnight. I Cinderella did. Yeah, you did. Because had I known what that bar were going to be like, I'd have arrived at five to ten. That's the time to arrive. Because we'd been there since six o'clock. I had no staying power. <laughs> That's me on my feet for six hours. And I'm not drinking, by the That's way. That's why. I think when, you, when you're drinking, time goes. I mean, six hours in a pub is a stint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it was a fantastic night. Uh, I, I, was I dead really the like the bar and the area and yeah. I will go back. And we had a great catch up with friends as well. Yeah. I'll tell you what happened for the first time since leaving. I got recognised. Oh, yeah, you did. And you I, did. A guy proper fanboy. He me. was, was he? was an he? old guy. Not old. I mean, he's older than me, I would say. He was in his late 50s, maybe. James, whose birthday it was, said, do you know who this is? So this guy's obviously from, lived in Dubai. He goes, do yeah. you know who this is? Yeah, yeah. It's Catboy. And and this guy were like proper, like no, all... No, no, no. The, the Catboy. Yeah. So we had half an hour of that, didn't we? Question after question after question. And, and, and I said to you, I have not missed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am so happy to be anonymous again. Not missing it in the slightest. It's good. It's good. I th- I, I think I preferred it. Isn't it nice? Yeah. Although you you talk to anyone, whatever the case. Yeah, but it's nice to talk to someone and not think, oh, they're going to be going away saying, you know, who's on the neurodivergence. Yeah. Catboy. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like, I talked to this bloke who was walking his dog today, definitely on some sort of scale. <laughs> but they're not going. It's the Catboy. I'll t- let's tell everybody we know. Yeah. Anyway, that was supposed to be a quick anecdote. So let's move on. It was a fab night. We did all the Christmas markets. We were disappointed. 
they all sell themselves as being the best one in London. And they're all, I think, it's exactly the same company who puts them all together. Yeah, well, we went to some of the bigger ones. Um, and Trafalgar Square, Leicester yeah. Square. Yeah. Hyde Park, we did the Winter Wonderland thing, never again. But they've all got the same brands in there. And it they weren't selling Christmassy stuff. They were just selling, like, there was burger vans, by the way... Nothing for vegetarians. Can't get over any of them. What's happened? Which I was shocked about because it's know. London. But anyway, and yeah. that stuff. What is it? Curryverse. What we had in Germany. Yeah. And we found a vegetarian version in our market in Germany. It was incredible. They could make a killing. There's a lot of veggies out there. Mm. So Christmas markets, big no no. Won't waste my time next year. No, no. That someone's not doing it right. Now we had a basically last day of school. Right. So your birthday. First of all, let's just quickly mention your birthday because we talked about mine and our well. Did I do all right for birthday presents? Because I know people will want to know. <laughs> you did. Yeah, I got some some nice stuff. I got some jumpers. I think if I remember rightly, and yeah. some. Uh, I think I got books. Yeah. But I can't I, remember what else. It seems like such a long it, time. No, ago. I got some. I I did. I got some lovely stuff. You got a lot of presents. I will say the cake. Okay. So, the problem with our family is when we're together. Yeah. I'll like any cake pretty much. Honey doesn't like cake much. She doesn't like cake, so you can't get her a cake. Well, so, that she likes. so when it was your birthday, your favourite flavour cake is kind of chocolatey. So I went and got you like um was it the millionaire's type one i think so yeah like a millionaire's chocolate cake honey doesn't like cake so much she prefers less cakey less sponge and nothing with icing so she got like one of them chocolate bomb cakes so it's yeah. it's more like a pudding if you yeah. like well you prefaced me getting your cake by saying anything but anything but chocolate yeah right now i by the way i've mentioned many times i love cake so you could have got me lemon cake, carrot cake, coffee and yeah, walnut cake. Yeah, but what will Betsy eat? Betsy's not eating carrot cake. So I'm panicked. Yeah. And by the way, by this point, we've had a lot of fucking cake. Yeah. We've had my cake, cake, cake. It's Christmas. There's bloody chocolate everywhere. You know, yeah. But we have to get you a token bloody cake because it's your birthday. Even though you said you didn't want one. So I'm in Tesco's and I'm looking at the bank of cakes they have. Yeah. I'd say 80% of chocolate cake. Yeah. Right, you you've yeah. got to see. You've yeah. been up there now. You've seen that. No, the no, bank no. Of cakes. When I was looking for you, there was more. So I narrow it down to about two. There's one that looks like a. It's got Harry Bowles on it and stuff like that. I'm thinking she's not going to want that, even though it's like a Victoria sponge inside. Well, yeah, the Harry Bowles won't be veggie. So then I see one that says half and half. It's half chocolate cake. Yeah. And it's half, and you saw it, Victoria sponge. Yeah. In what I thought was white icing. What did it end up being that? Was it white chocolate? White chocolate, which I hate even more than normal chocolate. No, but I'm thinking, right, here we go. Yeah. No, you tried. You Arthur tried. cakes, chocolate cake. I'll have that. Betsy will have that. Leo will have that. I was so disappointed because when I had a piece of the what we thought was a Victoria sponge side, it was white chocolate and I, I was like, oh, no. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah. But you've more than made up for it in cake terms. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you've had a lot of cake. <laughs> so that's your birthday, the 18th. Now... Mm. Here's the stress for me. Everybody knows who listens to our podcast that you're the planner. Yeah. I do planning, but only for stuff I'm interested in. But then your birthday comes around and I listen to what you've been wanting to do. Right. And you've been saying for ages, because let's be honest, you start booking Christmas stuff about July, August time. If you, you No, I should have done. But I that's when done. you start looking. Yeah, but, but know, I've got lesson learned for, for this year. 
I've already booked us the Christmas train that lights up and goes through woods. Yep, like like uh, Polar Express. Yep, steam train. And that was all right, actually. We had yeah, a good it was time. good fun. Good Freezing. fun. But you'd said you wanted to do a Christmas show with kids and you kept saying, every couple of days you go, we've not even booked anything for Christmas. Yeah. Now, to go to see the Big Panto, which is the Palladium one, it's like 200 quid a ticket. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Family of five, £1,000 to see a pantomime. Yeah. Let's be honest. Pantomime should be five quid. They're not great. They're a lot. They're all right. They're stupid. It's for the kids. Yeah. The parents don't particularly want to be there. I'm not paying 200 quid a no, ticket. No, you're right. And there was a lot of shows that I found, but they were like, so you could have gone to like a musical one or you could have gone to like a play yeah. or stuff like that. But they were all, and we'd left it. Or I'd left no, it. No, you'd left it because I'd not left it. <laughs> Since November, yeah. early November, I have researched every pantomime in London. Mm-hmm. Craig Revelled Hoard one, one in Wimbledon, too far, too expensive. Palladium, Jennifer Saunders, et al., too expensive, yeah. right? The, there's all the gay ones, the adult ones, what was it, Massive Dick Whittington, Pussy in Boots. Yeah. All, all them. We're not going to get Betsy in. Yeah. Then I read about this one, I hiked the Empire, the same guy's been producing it for about 25 years. It's a local legend thing. The theatre itself, outstanding. And I thought, that'll do us. Yeah. It weren't that. It weren't cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it weren't, and I got the best seats. It wasn't as expensive. Still well over 100 quid yeah. for, for the four of us to go because Leo weren't back. So I know that's coming up on the 20th. But it's a birthday surprise, so I can't give you the tickets till the 18th when your birthday is. Right? And you're, you're stressing that I'm going to book something in. Well, pretty much every day, the week leading up. Oh, we're going to be doing this. Honey's going out with her friends. Oh, uh, one of our friends from Dubai is over. We're going out for Christmas drinks. Well, uh, it ended up all landing pretty much on the 20th, didn't it? Well, when you said, I was like, we can't go that day. I, well, I couldn't say that to you. I'd said to Honey, I had to tell her in the end. Mm. I, I, couldn't, I didn't tell her why. I wanted it to be a surprise, but I was like, don't book anything that day, right? Yeah. I couldn't tell you. And as the day gets closer and closer, I'm panicking more and more. So on your birthday, I'm like, such a relief. Here's the bloody tickets. Yeah. Stop booking stuff. But we'd already arranged, you'd arranged, last day of school drinks. Yeah, with the with other parents. Parents from Betsy's posh school. Yeah. And our friend Jack, Jack the Guzzler, <laughs> he was flying in. He had a, like a night in London or something and he was going off up to his parents. He's never been to London before. Can no. You? That's mad. Well, you say he's never been. He might have been numerous times, but we were too pissed to remember. Probably, knowing right? Jack, yeah. So I know that you're going to tie one on because there's no rules about you not drinking, is there? You drink whenever you want to drink, right? Yeah. But you don't get to go to the pub too much. So when you get to go to the pub, <laughs> you're like a kid in a sweet shop and you drink them too fast and you drink them too often, right? As I am about to prove, we go to this pub in Marylebone. Yeah, lovely pub. Lovely pub. Staff were nice. Yeah. We walk in. There's about how many? 10 parents coming, 12 parents coming, something yeah. like that. I think we're first there. I've took the car because we've got to drive to uh, Bloody Hackney to see the pantomime. So we can't get a session in. That's for sure. We have to leave at about half past four. Mm-hmm. I order the drinks. The girl behind the bar says to me, um, the, you can't pay cash. Uh, do you want to start a tab? Life is full of what ifs, some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? 
and some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I hate starting a tab when there's more people coming. If it's just us, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah start yeah, a yeah. tab, sound, I'm paying for the family. But I just want to sit down, so I'm like, yeah, start a tab. Suddenly, I'd say there's 15 people there. Mm-hmm. You're drinking double gins. Honey, who I've never had to buy alcoholic drinks before, she's now of an age, she's drinking double gins. Yeah. Jack, our friend, drinks pints like I breathe in. That's how fast <laughs> he's drinking fucking he pints does. of beer. And this is London pints, by the way, not... Not your four quid pints of beer. He's like 10 quid pints of beer. Yeah. doing me nuts. I'm just watching him drinking them. And he's going in his little pissed scouse away, whatever he is. I can't pay cash. You're going to have to pay for us and I'll have to give it you back. He's going like that. And I'm like, you fucking... So this is going on my tab, right? There's a woman from school who bought us a coffee one time. So you're like, you're going to have to buy her drinks. No, she bought... And she bought me a a wine. And I I promised her I owed her Her drinks are going on my tab, (laughs) Right. Parents are coming. Nobody seems to be handing cards over it, but I'm watching them and I'm like, is this all going on my tab? Right? This is a four-hour session in a really posh area of London, <laughs> a posh area of London prices, and nobody's drinking cheap drinks. People are getting cocktails. Four o'clock comes. Betsy's school is a block, two blocks up. So I volunteer to walk up with one of the other mums. I'm like, we'll fetch the kids. You know, I'm not drinking. I don't care. Yeah. I come back ten minutes later. You lot have all lined up fucking baby Guinness shots. I had nothing to do with it. I, I didn't Did have... Did you have anything to do with the drinking of them? Yeah, but I can't say no. <laughs> can't you? <laughs> can't you say no? Well... You're already knocking double gins back. Yeah, well, I was all right. I, I wasn't drunk. I wasn't, though. Yeah, so if you're not getting drunk, stop fucking drinking them so fast. You don't need to. Anyway. Well, Jack paid the price. What price did he... Oh, he no, I was going to say he didn't pay the price. Well, no, but he did literally. I paid the in, fucking price. He was meant to be, as we were leaving to go to the Panto, he was leaving to go to somewhere up Carlisle. north. Carlisle. Carlisle. Uh, to, to spend Christmas with his parents. One train, by the way. Nothing difficult. No changes. Yeah, He's, he's got to get he's, one train. Yeah, and he's booked first class so he can, you know, chill out, order more drinks and food, apparently. Because it's free. Yeah. In first class, it's free. Which I didn't know about. It, like, he needs more drinks. Anyway, what he actually ends up doing on this train is falling asleep because yeah. he's drunk so much. And Because he used to fall time. asleep at our quiz. Yeah. Because he was that bladdered. Yeah, well, that's what happened. He didn't get off at Carlisle. He ended up in Scotland. Glasgow. Yeah. Sends us a message next morning. <laughs> I've missed my fucking train. I fucking fell asleep. I'm in fucking Glasgow. He went to the end of the line. Yeah. Yeah. Got woke up in Glasgow. Yeah. That will have been middle at night, by the way, so God knows what he did after that. Anyway, back to the pub. Yeah. I'm just clock watching. After Once I've got Betsy, it's like, 
everyone's going. Yeah. The other parents are who've had a, the other parents have had a glass or two of wine. Yeah. You know, at one end of the table, all the nice, refined parents, the ones who've got money, they, they've had a glass of wine to bring in Christmas and the same bye to everybody. My end of the table, you've got teetotal me, and then just you lot just necking shot, 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 shot. And I'm like, right, we've got to go. Yeah. I got a bar and I said, uh, I've just got to pay for my drinks. £320. And I was like, what? I'm like, that. they're not all my drinks. They get the receipt out. About three of them weren't our end of the table's drinks. Yeah. So I don't drink. I've had two bottles of zero alcohol Peroni and paid 300 <laughs> quid for it. Right? So I get in the car. I'm fucking steaming. Then the, then the car like tyre comes on. The tyre pressure on the car, yeah. which we've just had fixed, by the way. So I'm like, right, we're going to get a flat tyre. I can't miss this panto. We've got to get there. Yeah. it's We're weaving all over the place to get across London. It's pitch black. We get to panto. I'm secretly in a bad mood with you because the panto I had been looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Luckily, you and I sat at either side of the children, <laughs> so I didn't have to be anywhere near you. Oh. I sat with Betsy. Yeah. And all I cared about was that she loved the panto. Yeah. She loved it. I loved it. I thought Hackney Empire was... Oh. Was... um. A really lovely theatre. It's an old theatre. Yeah, it's one, obviously, that I've heard of. It looks like it's community run now because it's got a little bar at the back and a little refectory. And it's not rip-off Little tables and chairs, which are really cute, at the the, behind the the theatre seats. And the panto was a panto. I enjoyed it. I thought it was great. You know what I mean? It was good. It was was good. It's what panto should be, and it was the price that panto should be. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I'm... But we're all... By this point, we're all knackered. Yeah. We'd had a good time. We want to go home. So we've got to drive from Hackney to where we live in North London. Yeah. It's not on the map, not far at all. We're about 10 minutes from home, would you say? In the car, less. Yeah, five minutes from home. Yeah. Uh, at, um, I can't remember what the place is called now. Not far from Finsbury Park anyway. Yeah, maybe 10 minutes from home. And we're driving down a road that's got traffic calming measures. You know where... Sometimes they'll have a sleeping policeman, what do you call them, speed bumps. Yeah. It had them, but it also had these jagged curbs that just came out of nowhere. stick out, yeah. And it's a really dark road. Yeah. And I'm genuinely, I'm watching where you're going. I'm panicking about the tyre already, and we have to go and get this tyre sorted out. I drive into one of these curbs at like 30 mile an hour. To be fair, they weren't lit up. Like Yeah, instantly, massive scraping noises. I'm thinking I've snapped some off by my car here. The car's grating. 30 yards later, we stop the car. I get out. The tyre's totally flat. And I'm thinking, well, I hope that's the tyre that the light was on for. Yeah. Right. Remarkably, there's a tyre shop right where we... Two. Broke Two tyre shops. shops. But they're closed because it's... What, Nearly midnight. 10 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, it's late, late night. I've got coverage for the car. I phone up. Oh, my tyre's burst. Yeah, we can send somebody out. Will it cost me anything to send anybody out? No, no, it won't cost anybody to send anybody out. It will cost you the tyre, though. And I'm like, what? I thought I paid for this. What yeah. is it covered on my insurance? No, it's not covered on your insurance tyres. But I've paid full Monty. I've paid for everything on tyres. No, yeah, but not tyres. I mean, tyres, one of the main things that yeah. goes wrong on a car. That's why they won't insure them. Yeah. You phone a, a breakdown one up, 160 quid to come and change tyre. I'm like, it might only be a 15 quid repair. I'm not having that. Yeah, we can get there at four o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah, that were it. Yeah. We'll be there at four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I'm sat in car with my kids. It's midnight. Yeah. So anyway, I 
drive the car to the forecourt of this garage that does tyres. I'm parked illegally, and that starts at 8 o'clock in the morning, the illegal parking. Yeah. Get us an Uber home, very miffed. Very miffed. Yes, there is an atmosphere. Yeah. Thank God we had the first of many oldie cheese wheels. <laughs> Camembert cheese wheels. Because <laughs> that's what we had when we got in. Did we, did yeah. we? Yeah. Anyway, the tyre shenanigans have gone on from then to now. Yeah. That cost me 60 quid in that garage. I've been back to that garage about four times. Initially put me a dodgy tyre on because they didn't have a tyre. It was a nightmare. But anyway, that was a very... Eventful day. Eventful day. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got written down here, peanut butter trick. <laughs> that What does that sound like? Um, I did it while you were out. I just put it on, <laughs> put it on my nuts and let Charlie go to town. That's, what, that's apparently what some deviants I mean, dogs do. dogs do like peanut butter. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't done that. <laughs> I wouldn't trust him. No, no, no. It's really quick. When I was at school, and I'm sure you did the same, there was always um, kids were sticking chewing gum underneath tables oh, when you're at school horrible it's the worst and I, I think I remember as a kid putting my hand under oh you know when you're in class and you're bored and you're just daydreaming putting my hand under and peeling them off oh yeah 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 well, well now I think to myself I'll chop my hand off <laughs> oh I I can remember peeling it off pavements and liking the feel of why are you putting it in your mouth you didn't eat it yeah I'd put it in my mouth and it'd have all the gravel in it I was only little this is a I was like little, little, like I would say three-ish. Oh, so you're three and your mum's letting you pick up pavement? I don't think she knew I did it. Why? Where was she? Well, Stoned? I don't know. Remember, back in those days, you were allowed to go out and play. Well, I was working at three. I bet you were, yeah. <laughs> in the coal mines. <laughs> yes, that bit. But yeah, it had gravel in it and I used to stick it in my mouth and crunch it and like that feel. Weird, I know. I kissed that mouth. Ugh. That's the sort it's of disgusting. thing pregnant women do, but yeah. Anyway, I I've never heard any. I've never heard anybody in my life who picks up pavement chewing gum and eats it. <laughs> never heard of anybody. Well, they could be out on it, dog piss. Yeah, I get that now. God, if I'd seen Betsy do it now, I'd be like, "What the heck are you doing?" So uh, this trick you're talking about. Anyway, so yeah, I used to cross my legs under the table and get the chewing gum stuck on my school uniform. I, it must have happened once a week. I have never heard of this before. Right. I used to get chewing gum on my school uniform all the time. My mum would have to get chewing gum. She'd put it, she'd put me a uniform in the freezer, try and do the freezer trick of getting the um, chewing yeah. gum off. Again, I didn't know about this. First time I knew about this was when I had a Hummer in Dubai. That's not a euphemism for a blowjob. I had the car. <laughs> yeah. And Honey got chewing gum on the leather seats. Yeah. And you were like, I'll sort it. Yeah, well, th- this is the thing. And you're like, I'd heard, got, what did you say you had to do? I heard about the peanut butter trick. So I did it in Dubai on your Hummer. Like I rubbed peanut butter on it. And none of the kids have ever got chewing gum on them. But Betsy's the first. Or I guess because in Dubai, yeah. kids don't have chewing gum. Anyway, they stick caviar on the table yeah. in Dubai. <laughs> Here, first term, she got chewing gum on her uniform. I was like, oh, and... Let me tell you, she only has one piece of everything. Yeah. So I had to get it off fast. So I used the peanut butter trick. Rub peanut butter on the chewing gum. And it must be the oil in the peanut butter. But it takes it off. It is unbelievable. Like, literally takes it all off. Incredible. It is. It is. A couple more things to wrap up on here because we're going to wrap this episode up now. We're over Go half on. an hour. Um, we got a security camera. It's up there in front window. Yeah. And it looks out on our car and our... It looks on the street, out onto the street. Looks out onto the street. Uh, put it in. Yeah. And it's got a motion sensor. Yes. Initially, 
It's got a motion sensor and it's got a human sensor. Well, the motion sensor will pick... I don't have the alarm on because it'd be going off every two minutes. But it, it shows you afterwards. You can go and see the incidents. And you, when you first get these things, you you keep looking yeah. at it, don't you? So as soon as we got it, I put it in window. And we got some urban foxes coming in. Yeah. How cute are that? Because I know you will have thought initially, another one of these stupid bleeding things. And it is. I it admit. is. But it got the foxes. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then we decorate the house for Christmas and we've got this wreath, which has been mocked by people who visited us over Christmas for being too big. Yeah. Um, because it was the wreath we had on the door in Dubai. <laughs> it looks very realistic, but it's massive. It's massive. Too Top big. Victorian. Too big for our London door. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so impressive that a drunk woman who was stumbling on with a boyfriend around her, and by the way, not like a teenager, like a woman woman like you, mm. just stops... <laughs> Not I'm a young like, woman like me. No, 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 no. <laughs> an older just woman like, like me, yeah. Perhaps 44. <laughs> she she just comes into our garden. I'm thinking, oh, she must be knocking on the door or something. And she stands right next to me in security camera, just ogling the wreath. And so takes she, takes a photo. Which I was quite chuffed about because yeah, one thing I've loved. who does that? Well, I do. because You don't I, go up to people's doors. I don't go into the property, but... Yeah. As I walk Charlie at night, one of my favourite things has been seeing everyone's Christmas decorations because you don't see them as much in Dubai. Not because they don't have them, but because the houses, you're not looking into people's houses as mm. you go past them. And nobody fucking walks. <laughs> yeah. What I'm talking about. But here, I'm doing a lot of walking and seeing Christmas trees in people's bay windows. Yeah, no, it's nice looking at people's decorations and people's lights and stuff like that. And wreaths, there's a lot. Yeah, I look at the, the wreaths, the different ones but as I walk not past. Houses them. are very impressive. But thing. I don't go into their garden and no. up to the door. So we captured that. Yeah. So I took it off motion sensor because every time a car went up, it got it. Every yeah. time anything happened. So it's got a human detector, yeah. AI. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And it captured. A couple of ne'er-do-wells coming down the road, trying everybody's car doors. Yes, it did. Now, uh, I walk out of our house and I see our next door neighbour. We often see her. She's coming in at the same time as us. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, I've put a camera in. And the first time I looked, it's got someone trying car doors. Your car door, my car door. And she's like, oh, you should should put that on the uh, street WhatsApp group. Yes. And I'm like... No. <laughs> anyway, Were she you... adds me and you to the street, or gets us added. Yeah. I'm not going to say the name of the woman who does the adding, but I'm starting to find that woman very tiresome. <laughs> That's WhatsApp groups. We get added to the local neighbourhood watch WhatsApp group. Mm-hmm. And somebody got the bike nicked down the road, a motorbike. Twice. A lot's yeah. happened. Yeah. We've got a flasher. Every time it happens, yeah. women are put saying, he's just done it to me now. I've gone out every time to have a word. You know, like I'm like, I see this because I've got you yeah. and I've got Betsy Pearl. Yeah. Well, in fact, you came home on the day that the flasher happened because you weren't in the group at this point. Were you? I, I'm like, this, this a guy's been exposing himself. You were devastated. Didn't happen to you? I didn't see him. You were like, where? Yeah, yeah. but you said it like you'd missed out, like, like the Aurora Borealis had happened. Yeah. Are you that desperate to see (laughs) bloody... No, well, it all got serious. It got serious. They were putting... It went back to years ago. People, two years ago, people saying, what is done it to me? posting videos and then photographs and then saying the house number. Well, I didn't like this, right? No. Because that mob mentality, right, 
And you pointed something out. You were like, well, this, they were saying he's going out at the same time every day. And you were like, well, this looks sounds like someone's got mental health problems. I don't want to say no shit Sherlock, but if someone's going out and getting a cock out in the street. Oh, no, but, but... But you said that because of the pattern. Yeah, and the fact that I think he lives with other adults yeah. and... You know, he come. He, you know, I don't know what time of day it was. A bit like, say, it was two o'clock. He comes out at exactly two o'clock at the same time every day and walks up and down this particular street. Yeah. To me, that is showing signs of somebody. So there's the first of all, there's that. Then there is that aspect of. I mean, I know coming from Dubai, if you put, I mean, you can't do anything. Yeah. We hear tales of people getting arrested and put in prison for people parking in their parking spaces in in their residence. And then putting a photo on the residence group saying, whose car is this? Getting arrested yeah. and put in prison for it. Yeah. So I don't know what the laws are over here. Because they put the description on the other day and they said, he had grey sweatpants on, a beige jacket and a black hat. That's the exact clothes I had on for walking Charlie. <laughs> yeah. I'd not been out, so it wasn't me. And by the way, I'm not exposing myself to anyone in this weather. No. That's no. impressing nobody. <laughs> so I thought to myself, first of all, there's that mob mentality. I could be walking Charlie, not even know this thing's gone on, and some bloke come out and lamp me for it, or police. Yeah, yeah. But the address thing, I thought to myself, well, it only takes one nutter. To, and let's face it, on a street like this, it's a nice street, there could be the odd nutter. It only takes one nutter to go down and start smashing windows or, or banging on the door and kicking the wrong guy in. Turns out he's been arrested. Got arrested this mo- last night. Yeah. I woke up this morning, the group was a flutter. Hot. But the messages. Yeah, well. Not, I mean, not about that, but the the random messages that go on there. I don't mind a group message, and I will like this. I mean, as you know, I kicked off at my old job about this. I don't mind the odd message. So someone put on the other day, hey, I've got a computer monitor, I don't need it anymore if anybody wants it. The first person who puts, I'll take it off you, it should be, I'll take it off you, I'll message you privately. Yeah? Yeah. But then it's like, when can I pick it up? I'm free anytime. Just let me know what time you can around. Well, I'm working Fridays, but can I come up? Can you hold it till Saturday? Oh, and if he doesn't take it, I'll take it. Yeah. 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 Let me know if you're not going to take it. But then the day comes. Oh, sorry, Roger. I can't make it today for the monitor. Do you mind if I come in a couple of days? What are you putting on the fucking group for? <laughs> and they, by the way, there's no cut off. They're oh, messaging at two o'clock yeah, in the morning. I was going to say that the time, the time cut off. I, I, look, I mute everybody on WhatsApp. Right, I think you're muted. Everybody's muted, so I see your messages when I see my phone. Yeah, because I don't want to be bothered. Yeah. So anyway, that's the tales of the security cam. I think we'll leave this one there. Episode mm-hmm. one. This is pre-Christmas catch-up. Yeah. I know we normally do recommendations. Pretty much the last episode is going to be solid recommendations, so I'll let you know when that one's coming. But that'll do for this one. Yeah. All right. We'll see you very soon. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> The end. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack 
for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.